Welcome to the Our Safe Harbor Church podcast. Here you can listen to our Sunday sermon, Monday morning message, and midweek Bible study. We hope you will consider subscribing, sharing, leaving a review, but please be sure to check out our website at www.OurSafeHarbor.com to learn more about us and find ways to get involved. Our Safe Harbor Church, we are with you wherever you are. In his book, Repenting of Religion, Gregory Boyd points out something to us that is uh, rather striking. He says that uh, love is the central command in Scripture and judgment is the central prohibition. Judgment is the original sin, not disobedience. Judgment is the original sin, not disobedience. And it's all related to what the title of this, uh, this video is, The Tree in the Middle. Boyd goes in his book and he talks about people watching at the mall. He enjoyed doing that. And he said, he said uh, early on he would sit there and he would, based on his observations, he would judge whether people are godly or ungodly. Merely looking at the way they dress, the way they behaved with one another, the way they acted. He put himself in the position of being judge, and he has since repented of that because he says the Spirit led him to understand that Jesus calls him to bless people, not judge them. To bless them and not judge them. Here's a quote from his book. We have failed to understand and internalize the biblical teaching that our fundamental sin is not our evil, as though the solution for sin was to become good, but our getting life from what we believe is our knowledge of good and evil. Our fundamental sin is that we place ourselves in the position of God and divide the world between what we judge to be good and what we judge to be evil. And this judgment is the primary reason that keeps us from doing the central thing God created and saved us to do, namely, to love like Jesus. I had a friend on a mission field, and he used to say that, uh, he asked the question, is it possible to go through a day without sinning? And that stuck with me because <laughs> I, I thought, well, it, it, what's he saying there? He's saying that uh, Sin is a few bad acts, and if you just don't do them, you haven't sinned. But I think what's happening is Boyd is bringing it home to the point is that our human nature says that we find ourselves in a position of judging others frequently. And that sin is so difficult from my perspective to overcome. And in answer to my friend from the mission field, can I go a day without sinning? Probably not. I want to. I would like to. I'd love to. But like John said, uh, that if we say we have no sin, uh, we lie and the truth is not in us. Because we are a people who have been influenced by that decision made to choose the middle tree in the garden, the one of the knowledge of good and evil, over the tree of life, which is what puts us in, in uh, relationship with God. Boyd goes on to say that he thinks our job as Christians is to embrace a moral system, live by it, 
and be good people in contrast to those who are evil, in our opinion. That's what he says we think is the Christian walk. Again, let's restate that. We think our job as Christians is to embrace a moral system, live by it, and be good people in contrast to those who are evil, in our opinion. My thoughts are, if we participated, if that couple participated in the tree of knowledge of good and evil, why isn't their knowledge uh, good then? Why aren't our judgments true? And the answer is straightforward. Uh, the Bible is plain when it says that God and God alone is the judge. Matthew 7, verse 1. Luke 6, uh, verse 37. John 5, verse 22. Romans 14 and James 4. That God is the judge, not us. Secondly, that forbidden tree that delivered the knowledge of, uh, of good and evil was a uh, it, it was partial uh, they 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 learned about nakedness but they didn't learn all truth by taking one bite and the truth is that we can't we cannot uh, we cannot put ourselves in a position of saying that we now have the knowledge it sounds like a gnostics we have the knowledge and we can judge people uh, around us that's God's job as we said earlier and we do not have the knowledge to do that the flaming sword was placed at the garden to keep people out, not only to keep them away from the tree of life, and that was an act of mercy on God's part to, because they had sinned, the original sin, and they didn't want them to, he didn't want them to live eternally in that, that sin. His plan was obviously Jesus Christ. But now that flaming sword also prevented mankind to come back into the tree of knowledge of good and evil. That's our forbidden that's our forbidden tree. We cannot, we cannot judge with an incomplete judgment like we have. Why are we here? Isaiah 42 is often said uh, it's the, uh, it, to usher in a new covenant. But actually, if you look closely at Isaiah 42, Christ is our new covenant. And if you read that, it's spoken of Christ, and it says, I will keep you and make you a covenant for the people, a light for the Gentiles. Who? Us? No. Jesus. He is the light for the Gentiles. But we are participants in the divine nature. Peter says that in 2 Peter 1.4. The same glory that God has given to his Son is seen in those who are in the Son. Though the Spirit causes the love of the Father... And it has, and it causes it to abide within us. We are participants, not just recipients, of God's love. We are participants in the God's love. We 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 love the world because we are participants in the very nature of Jesus Christ. There is that lingering of the old self, that lingering of the habits of our mind and all. But and growth is a is an act of putting away that old self. The root of our problem, if we are to ever change, we have to diagnose what the root of the problem is, and it is found in the point where sin entered this world. We choose to live from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil instead of living with union in union with, with the Father. In Christ we are new creations. We are new creatures. The command to love is not something to uh, 
to be, but we are called to be him, to be the representation of Jesus on this earth. The old is gone, the new has come, and everything is summed up by love. It's a distinguishing mark of the disciple, Jesus said. The first command is to love God, but why is the second like it? We ascribe worth by loving God, but we ascribe worth by loving others in the name of God. We ascribe worth by loving God, by ascribing worth to those God loves. John says, if you do not love, you don't know God. We are to assess how we are doing, not by conquering a particular sin, by praying, by Bible study, by attending church, but by ascribing unsurpassable worth to people whose society judges has no worth. This is not only witnessed by Christians, but it's witnessed by non-Christians. It is we are the light of the world. We are that light placed on a hill that can't be extinguished. So what's the problem? If those who say yes to Christ are not loving, the answer is that we try harder. No. We became judges of good and evil rather than lovers of people. The tree of life was God's provision to meet our needs, but the tree of the knowledge of good and evil was God's prohibition against mankind overstepping their proper domain. In God's plan, he and he alone determines good and evil. He and he alone determines good and evil, not us. The essence of sin is that we play God. The essence of sin is that we play God. We are not to be God. The fundamental cause of our separation from God is our failure to let God be God. And that's what happened in the garden between the, the couple and Satan. God does not call us to believe certain things, do certain works, make certain sacrifices because they're ethical, but because he has made us participants in his love. There's a lot more material in the book, but I'm going to stop right here because we've made the point that the tree of the knowledge of good and evil was God's prohibition for mankind. That in itself says that we should not be participants in that tree. In other words, let's not be judges of people. The church is to be the vehicle of mercy representing God, just as Christ did. God's love is merciful, so ours must also be uh, merciful. God is patient. It doesn't start with ethical behavior. We must love people where they are, and this is not done to move them to some better ethical position. It's done because that's what God has done. And isn't it wonderful that God has loved us without any preconceived ideas that we are not worth it? Praise God for that. And amen.